What is a woman? That is a question that, curiously enough, large segments of our population are still apparently struggling to answer. And if you're someone who is dismissing this whole conversation about trans identity because you think this is just online culture war stuff, it doesn't actually affect our day-to-day -day lives, well, it's my job and my sad responsibility to tell you that you're wrong. Yeah, sure, the question of what gender means and whether it's really different from biology, it may have started online, places like Tumblr, but it has not even slowly, but definitely surely seeped into the real world. So much so that now there are actually court cases dedicated entirely to this very question. What is a woman? And as we're gonna talk about today, when it comes to at least one judge in Wyoming, that simply is a question that he refuses to answer at all. We have this from the New York Post. Judge rejects sorority sister's lawsuit blocking trans woman from joining. The court will not define a woman. And this is a story that's been brewing for a while now, and it all relates to the fact that at the University of Wyoming, there is a sorority, uh, you know, the female equivalent of a fraternity. So it's a, a group of girls traditionally, who are basically just, you know, friends and roommates. They hang out together, do different activities together. But there's one sorority that has actually had to deal with a male in their midst, not just hanging out with them, but also living with them. And yes, in some cases, even watching them change. And as you can probably imagine, it turns out that this is actually extremely uncomfortable for these college students, these female college students to deal with. So much so that they actually felt forced to go to a judge to demand that this male be blocked from joining their sorority. We have a clip here of these sorority sisters appearing on the Megyn Kelly show to discuss their very strange and very modern day plight. All of the bathrooms are shared spaces. There are about three, four, if you count the guest bathroom, and they are shared spaces. There are no private changing areas for when you shower. There are no locks on the showers, and it's just, it's very open and vulnerable. Oh my goodness. And this person's moving into the sorority house next year? What's interesting about that, Megan, is that uh, there has been an exemption granted for him, for his safety but not for these young women. Shocking stuff. And I want to say as a woman, I personally would feel so unsafe in a situation like they are describing. And as a mother of a daughter, I would never in a hundred years want my daughter in a situation like they are describing. And for anyone who's wondering how exactly the situation occurred, how members of a sorority can be so against someone joining, they actually have to take it to court when aren't the people in the sorority usually the ones who are deciding who gets in or not. This whole situation actually appears to be a case where the sorority sisters, or at least some of them, are in disagreement about whether this male should be able to join them. As it's explained by the New York Post, quote, six members of the university's Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority filed the lawsuit in March against the national sorority organization, its national council president, Anne Langford, who is the male in question, who joined their chapter in September. The sorority members were seeking to have a judge void Langford's Kappa Kappa Gamma membership and award unspecified damages. However, Carrie Kittrell Poole, the executive director of the sorority, told the Associated Press in May that the lawsuit contains numerous false allegations without specifying them. She also added that Kappa Kappa Gamma, which has over 250,000 members across 140 chapters in the United States and Canada, does not discriminate against gender identity. And now, as much as I sympathize with these six sorority members and believe that they have been put in a situation that a sane world would never put them in, I also have to say, 
if you are uncomfortable with this situation and your sorority headquarters is not backing you up, that is a pretty good indication that this should not be the sorority for you. Like clearly these people aren't really your sisters. Otherwise they would be backing you up in this. And I also think it's very easy for someone at the sorority's headquarters who lives hundred miles away, who isn't forced to change with a biological male to say, yeah, no, we, we respect all gender identities. Well, that's easy. It's easy to say when you're not the one who's undressing in front of a male. Because yes, as other women have complained in relation to Leah Thomas, this idea that being a woman is whatever you want it to mean does, does entail the fact that females will now have to undress in front of males. And if they don't like it, well, that's just on them and their bigotry. It's written here that the lawsuit alleged that members felt uneasy around Langford, identified under the male pseudonym Terry Smith, with one member allegedly witnessing Langford get physically aroused. Mr. Smith has, while watching members enter the sorority house, had an erection visible through his leggings, the suit claimed. Other times, he has had a pillow in his lap. The sorority itself, however, has insisted that these claims were nothing more than a drunken rumor. And another statement said the allegations against Miss Langford should never have made it into a legal filing. They are nothing more than cruel rumors that mirror exactly the type of rumors used to vilify and dehumanize members of the LGBTQIA plus community for generations, and they are baseless. And to be clear, this trans woman, this male that we are referring to here, it is someone who is six foot two inches tall and 260 pounds. And we have some images here. And I mean, it really is true what they say that trans women are women too. I mean, hey, without knowing that one of the people in these photos is actually trans, how could you possibly spot them out? It would be impossible. Every year I get emails from, from her and she corrects me and <clears throat> sets me in place. She's a very astute student of politics. She's really excited to be here this week. And uh, at, at high school, well, and I might also just mention that she's the oldest of five siblings. She has three younger sisters and a, and a younger brother. Um, she's uh, a member of the speech and debate team and captain of the school's mock trial team and is a proud vestry member of the Lander Trinity Episcopal Church. I hope that you will make this a memorable experience for her this week and Artie, we're glad to have you here. Ultimately, from my understanding, it seems like the judge's ruling for the case was based on the idea that, hey, a sorority is a private organization. They get to define membership however they want. Uh, whoever they want to join can join. We're not really interested in defining whatever a woman is here. It's just that this is a private organization and they can choose their members as they see fit. And on the one hand, I understand where he's coming from. And again, I will say to these sorority members that, look, if, if you actually have to take your sorority to court because you feel they aren't protecting your interests, then maybe you shouldn't be in the sorority in the first place. But I will also say that I think this is a great example of one person, specifically this trans woman uh, ruining a good thing for everybody because of a selfish desire. Look, even if, if you really believe that you're a woman and you want to be a woman in every sense of the word, and you're not just some gross sexual predator, if you are still simultaneously a good person and you see that so many people are made uncomfortable by your presence and your, I would say, objectively creepy behavior, then you should remove yourself from this situation. And that's, that's the thing. So many of these like 
trans cases, about bathrooms or sports. It's not even solely about what a woman is. It's just a display of trans narcissism. This individual, like Leah Thomas, they are telling the other woman, like, I don't care whether you consider me one of your own, whether you want me here, whether you're comfortable with me here, I'm going to be here. And if you don't like it, that's just you're too bad, which, I mean, I strongly believe that respect is a two-way street. And I mean, when we keep seeing this type of behavior from trans-identified males, it really, it, it begs the question, why should we as women respect them when they clearly don't respect us? That's basically all I have to say for now though and as always if you enjoyed this video please be sure to like share and subscribe it helps us out so so much until next time